tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on November 2nd, 2022 from New York City. It was a day of dominance for Real Madrid at the Bernabeu as the defending European champions overwhelmed Celtic for a 5-1 victory to close out Champions League group stage play. Modric and Rodrigo made the visitors pay for two early handball penalties to put the hosts comfortably ahead after just over 20 minutes of play, and the back-and-forth contest would see both sides go close a few times before Real steamrolled the visitors with a barrage of second-half goals. A late Celtic strike on Jota's direct free kick spared the Scottish side from total humiliation by the final score, but that did nothing to mar what was otherwise a largely comfortable and emphatic victory for the Whites that finally secured them the top spot in the group. Ancelotti's starting 11 for the match against Celtic today consisted of Mendy, Alaba, Militao, and Carvajal at the back, Valverde, Cruz, and Modric in the midfield, and Rodrigo, Vinicius Jr., and Asensio up front, forming the customary 4-3-3, with Courtois at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's match is that two early goals made for the perfect start and just about end to the game, as Real were arguably in need of a reassuring win after dropping points in their last two contests. The match was wide open from the first kick of the ball, with Celtic very obviously looking to conclude their European campaign by going down guns blazing with a high press and counter-attacking eagerness, but they ended up shooting themselves in the foot after Real got the ball down into the other end of the pitch, as two handballs in the box led to Modric converting from the penalty spot in the 6th minute and Rodrigo doing the same in the 21st minute. Both sides had a fair share of promising attacks and good chances in the first half, with Vinny missing a sitter from the center of the box that would have put Real up 3-0 at the end of a counter in the 22nd minute, and Celtic capitalizing on some Real turnovers at the back to quickly get the ball forward and force Courtois to make saves. The visitors had their own opportunity from the spot that might have made things perhaps a little less comfortable for Real after Mendy brought down Nabata in the right side of the box in the 33rd minute, but Courtois saved the Juranovic effort to preserve Real's 2-0 lead. It would have been interesting to see the game unfold without Celtic gifting Real two penalties, although I don't think that Celtic ultimately would have survived trading haymakers with Real in a back-and-forth game but it certainly felt that once Real went up by two relatively quickly, there was really only going to be one winner of the contest, no matter how much of a threat Celtic presented. And after the loss to Leipzig and the draw to Girona, that was exactly what the doctor ordered to put to bed any growing concerns about a dip in Real Madrid's form. My second key takeaway from today's match, in what is admittedly a bit of nitpicking, is that Real turned the ball over far too much at the back in the face of the high press, to give Celtic more than their fair share of opportunities on the quick counter. Even with the result not truly being in doubt after Real's two early goals, there were some annoying instances of Real just unnecessarily giving the ball away to make Celtic's press look far more effective than it otherwise would have. Whether it was players attempting to do too much with the dribble or making ambitious long passes down the wings or across the field, Real handed the ball right back over to Celtic a number of times 
and Celtic nearly made the most of those gifts as they were able to advance the ball and get some clear looks at the goal that forced Courtois to make some good saves. The energy that Celtic brought to their press early on was sure to exhaust them well before the final whistle, and once they began to tire and drop off in the second half, it was pretty much just one-way traffic that ended with Real just piling on the goals, but the decisive result shouldn't serve as any excuse for some of the sloppy possession that Real displayed in trying to get the ball out of the back, and that's something that they'll need to be better at going forward, as they almost certainly won't be able to survive such lapses against the iron in the Champions League knockout stages. My third key takeaway from Real Madrid's 5-1 victory over Celtic today is that the way this game went, it really should just be dismissed as a one-off, as Real is highly unlikely to find itself in many more matches like the one it was in against Celtic today. Yes, it was great to see the Whites get back onto the winning track as emphatically as they did, but let's be real about what the game was. Real was in a contest against the Celtic side that threw all caution to the wind to end their Champions League play in an honorable, competitive fashion and that made for the kind of match that saw both sides decidedly focusing on attacking and often leaving defending as an afterthought, save for attempts to deny the final ball in front of the goal. It certainly made for an entertaining spectacle for those who like offense and goal output, but it's not the kind of match that anyone can reasonably expect Real to be in again this season. I can't see any side being so recklessly brave against Real in domestic play, and certainly the level of opponent in the Champions League knockout rounds is going to be much higher than Celtic, and also having something to play for, such that there won't be any incentive to go up against the Whites with the same strategy that was seen from the Scottish side today. So while the win did earn Real the top spot as group stage play came to an end, I don't think there's anything to take from this game in terms of what Real potentially might bring to its future matches, and the thrashing of Celtic today shouldn't be seen as much more than a fun, entertaining day on the pitch for the home side. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal by Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 5-1 victory over Celtic today. Starting up front, Rodrigo rated as a 7. In the first half, he got onto the end of an Asensio through ball in the right side of the box and took a shot from a tight angle that was saved in the 5th minute. In the 19th minute, he had a shot from the left side of the box blocked but a VAR check a minute later confirmed that Matt O'Reilly had struck the ball with his left arm, which earned Real their second penalty. Rodrigo then converted from the spot to make it 2-0 Real in the 21st minute. In the 22nd minute, he got onto the end of an Asensio through ball on the wing and took it into the right side of the box, where he escaped the defender and picked out Vinny in the center of the box for a sitter that he sent over the goal. And in the 37th minute, he won the ball in the attacking half, made a forward run, and combined with Vinny in the left side of the box before firing a shot that was blocked. In the second half, he most notably had a shot from inside the penalty area blocked in the 56th minute, and he got onto the end of a Modric pass just above the box in the 59th minute at the end of a Real break, but he was unable to keep control of the ball. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. In the first half, he made a run down the left wing on a break and got into the box for a shot that was blocked in the 7th minute. In the 19th minute, he got onto the end of an Asensio cross in the left side of the box for a shot that was saved. In the 22nd minute, he got onto the end of Rodrigo's pass in the center of the box but blew a golden chance when he sent the ball over the crossbar. And in the 32nd minute, he had a shot from the left side of the box blocked. In the second half, he most notably got onto the end of a Valverde cross right in front of the goal and redirected the ball into the back of the net to make it 4-0 Real in the 61st minute. He was replaced by Karim Benzema in the 64th minute. 
Marco Asensio, rated as an 8 in the first half. He played a good through ball from the right wing for Rodrigo, cutting into the right side of the box to set him up for a shot in the 5th minute. In the 19th minute, he was played by a Modric through ball into the right side of the box, where his cross set up Vinny for a shot by the left post. In the 22nd minute, his through ball from the right wing connected with Rodrigo just outside of the box during the counter that ended with Vinny's missed sitter. In the 30th minute, his back-heeled pass played Rodrigo into space down the right wing. And in the 33rd minute, he cut inside from the right wing for a shot from above the box that was saved. In the second half, he got onto the end of a deflected Carvajal ball in the top right of the box for a shot that sent the ball in towards the far post to make it 3-0 Real in the 51st minute. In the 58th minute, he played a give and go with Valverde above the right side of the box before firing a shot that was blocked. In the 61st minute, he played the ball from above the box over to Valverde on the right wing during the build-up that led to Vinny's goal. In the 73rd minute, he took a shot from above the box that was blocked. And in the 89th minute, he took a shot from the left side of the box that went high. In the midfield, Fede Valverde rated as an 8 for his official man of the match performance. In the first half, he ran onto a loose ball in the right side of the box in the 5th minute, and his half volley attempt sent the ball off of Jens' right arm to earn Real its first penalty. In the 7th minute, he received Militao's pass in the center of the defensive half and played it forward with one touch to spark a Madrid break into space, and in the 15th minute, his shot from above the box on the left side went well wide of the near post. In the second half, he made a run from the wing into the right side of the box in the 51st minute, and he played the ball to Carvajal further down in the penalty area during the sequence that led to Asensio's goal. In the 55th minute, he made a run into space on the right side during a break and then eventually got the ball back for a shot from the right side of the box that was blocked. In the 58th minute, he combined with Asensio above the right side of the box to set him up for a shot. In the 61st minute, he had a shot from above the box blocked, but shortly thereafter, his cross from the right wing served the ball to Vinny right in front of the goal for Real's fourth score. And then in the 71st minute, he ran onto a ball from Vasquez above the box for a one-timer that beat Joe Hart towards the left post to make it 5-0 Real. He thereafter made runs into space during counters in the 73rd, 78th, and 88th minutes. Tony Cruz rated as a 7 he provided his calm and steady hand to Real's possession with effective short passes throughout the game, and his most notable play in the first half was a bit of a theatrical fall to the ground that earned Real a free kick at the back in the 42nd minute. In the second half, he most notably won the ball back in the attacking half in the 59th minute, took a shot from above the box that went wide right of the goal in the 61st minute, and delivered the ball to Asensio in the box for his shot that missed in the 89th minute. Luka Modric rated as a 7. In the first half, he had a good touch of the ball and turn away from the defender at the back in the 4th minute before he made a forward run to advance the ball. In the 6th minute, he comfortably converted from the penalty spot to open up the scoring for Madrid. And in the 19th minute, he played a good through ball from the right wing for Asensio to get into the right side of the box. In the second half, he most notably won the ball back on the left side in the attacking half in the 50th minute and made a forward run into space on the right side in the attacking half before passing the ball to Rodrigo above the box in the 59th minute. He was replaced by Danny Ceballos in the 66th minute. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 5. In the first half, he came up to play his part in possession on the left wing as he usually does, and in that effort, he most notably played Rodrigo into the left side of the box in the 32nd minute. 
However, a minute later, he conceded a penalty when Abada blew by him from the wing into the right side of the box, and his attempt to make a tackle with a sliding challenge from behind brought Abada down. In the second half, he failed to win the ball from Courtois on the left side of the defensive half in the 47th minute, which sparked a quick Celtic counter. In the 70th minute, he intercepted a ball down the right wing and then won the ball in the defensive left corner thereafter. In the 86th minute, he intercepted a through ball in the defensive half, but a minute later, his throw-in from the left side in the defensive half was intercepted. David Alaba rated as a 6. In the first half, he played a dangerous pass at the back to Courtois in the second minute that the Belgian was just able to win in the face of Celtic's press. In the 15th minute, he intercepted a pass on the left side in the defensive half, and in the 26th minute, he blocked about a shot from above the box. In the second half, he won the ball in the center of the box at the end of a Celtic break in the 56th minute, he won the ball back on the left side in the attacking half in the 61st minute, and he blocked Hatate's shot in the center of the box in the 65th minute. He was replaced by Nacho in the 66th minute. Eder Militao rated as a 6. In the first half, he intercepted a cross in the box in the 4th minute. In the 7th minute, he sparked a break as he played the ball from the back right to Valverde in the center of the defensive half. In the 26th minute, however, he was tackled under pressure above Real's own box to give rise to a quick and dangerous Celtic counter. And in the 29th minute, he intercepted an attempted ball into the box, but his interception failed to clear the ball and resulted in a Hatate shot from above the right side of the box that forced a save. In the second half, he did well to block Aaron Moyes' attempted run in the box in the 56th minute. In the 65th minute, he intercepted a cross, but the ball fell to Yakomakis for a run into the box and a shot that was saved. And in the 68th minute, he tracked back to intercept an attempted long ball. He was replaced by Jesus Vallejo in the 73rd minute. Danny Carvajal rated as a 6. In the first half, his bad pass was intercepted on the right side in the defensive half to spark a Celtic break in the 10th minute. And in the 13th minute, Maeda got onto the end of a through ball played in behind him down the left wing for another Celtic counter. However, in the 45th minute, he played a ball to Asensio down the right wing for Real's own counterattack. In the second half, he got onto the end of an Asensio cross in the right side of the box but sent the ball wide of the left post with his shot in the 50th minute. But a minute later, he made a run into the right side of the box to get onto the end of Valverde's pass and his own deflected ball found Asensio at the top of the box for a strike that made it 3-0 Real. He was replaced by Lucas Vasquez in the 64th minute. As for the substitutes, Kareem Benzema rated as a 6. He replaced Vinicius in the 64th minute. In the 74th minute, he got onto the end of a ball in the center of the box and made a turn, but then he didn't make clean contact with his shot as it ended up getting easily saved. In the 88th minute, he played a through ball from above the box for Ceballos in the left side of the box, and then he received the return ball in the penalty area for a shot that was blocked. Lucas Vasquez rated as a 6. He replaced Danny Carvajal in the 64th minute. In the 71st minute, he made a forward run from the back right into space for a break, and then his pass from the right wing connected with Valverde above the box for his rocket of a shot that made it 5 to nil. In the 83rd minute, he got down the right wing for another Real break, but at the end of a Celtic break shortly thereafter, his foul on Jota above the left side of the box surrendered the free kick that Celtic scored on a minute later. Danny Ceballos rated as a 7. He replaced Luka Modric in the 66th minute. In the 68th minute, he won the ball in the defensive half. In the 71st minute, he played the ball from the defensive left corner to Vasquez in space on the right side for a break. 
In the 75th minute, his good touch on the defensive right side played the ball to Nacho for him to make a run down the right wing. In the 78th minute, he had another good touch above the box that allowed Valverde to make a run into space on the left side. And in the 88th minute, he combined with Benzema in the left side of the box as his back heel pass played the ball to the Frenchman to set him up for a shot. Nacho rated as a 6. He replaced David Alaba in the 66th minute, and he most notably made a run with the ball into space on the right wing during a counter in the 75th minute. Jesus Vallejo as the final substitute rated as a 6. He replaced Militao in the 73rd minute. In the 74th minute, he intercepted a ball in from a cross with his header, and in the 77th minute, he made a tackle outside of the box on the left side to concede a corner. Finally in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as an 8. In the first half, he made the first of his seven saves overall when he stopped Furuhashi's shot from the right side of the box in the 26th minute. In the 29th minute, he stopped Hitate's shot from distance. And then in the 35th minute, he let Mendy offer the hook for conceding a penalty when he guessed correctly and denied Juranovic towards the left post. In the second half, he saved the Yakumeka's shot from the left side of the box in the 65th minute. In the 66th minute, he easily saved Turnbull's shot from distance. And then in the 80th minute, he denied Jota's effort from outside of the box. However, in the 84th minute, he was not able to deny Jota for a second time when his direct free kick from above the left side of the box beat Courtois' touch to go into the back of the net towards the near post. In the 88th minute, however, he denied Jota one final time when he saved his shot from distance. It was a thoroughly dominating Real Madrid performance in what was a very entertaining game, and the combination of a barrage of goals and a win was the perfect way for the Whites to lay a final claim to the top spot in the group. With Benzema also making his return from an injury absence to allay some of the concerns that were starting to bubble up amongst the Madrid faithful, it was pretty much all positives for the Whites on the day to restore the good feeling around the team after a couple of bumps in the road. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid. Ancelotti's men will return to action next week Monday when they'll travel to Rio Vallecano for league play. Real swept the two league contests against Rio last season, winning 2-1 at home in November and 1-0 away in February. This season, Rio sit ninth in the league table with 18 points after 12 matches, having won 5, drawn 3, and lost 4. They've won their last two league contests and are unbeaten in their last four, so they are on a run of decent form, but with the defensive record that has seen them concede over a goal a game so far, I fully expect the well-rested Real to get the better of them and take all three points to maintain their tenuous position at the top of La Liga. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after Real and Rayo face off on Monday evening, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid! Gol del Madrid en el 45. Gol Racina de Zidane. Real Madrid 2. Leverkusen 1.